This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, host of the original Southern Remedy, the show where I answer your medical questions. Subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on any podcasting app. MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Lacey Alexander here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Salmons from Houseworks. The new year is here, everyone, and now is the time to plan your year of home improvement. Tis the season to start planning for the future, and there's no time like the present, so Pam, Jeff, and I are going to chat about what big projects you can go ahead and start planning. We'd love to take your calls today about your home-related new year's resolutions and what big projects you have in store good morning pam and jeff happy new year happy new year welcome welcome to the show Lacey. oh thanks nice to have you here yeah yeah i feel like i'm in the majority well now here now here's the problem see now i'm outnumbered yeah yeah. Now you know how it feels, buddy. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, I, need, I need Kevin in here just for some support. He ain't even got to say nothing. You just yeah, need exactly. him there to, to feel him, better. I just yeah. need him in here sitting by me. Uh, uh, me and Pam will go easy on you, Jeff. I yeah, promise. Well, you might. Thank you. <laughs> so just to start the show, what are your home improvement New Year resolutions, Pam and Jeff? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I've already been at work, and it's, you know, it's hard. It's so cold. I do not do well in this cold weather. Well, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Now, I, I will tell you, this is a real deal. Uh, and and I, I started before, I, I actually started this on the Christmas break. I started, I can't even hardly say it. Cleaning my garage. Uh oh. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you kind of you got a move coming, so that's... I've, I've got a move coming. So we're purging and and things of that nature. And but uh, it, you know, it feels good when you can clean that garage out. It does. It really does. So, I kind of do try to do the same thing whenever. Well, yours is perfect anyway. Well, but. you know, you keep it perfect, then you don't have to do as much. I, I don't have time to keep it perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I started. Um, I'm a little slow right now, which is nice. It's a, it's kind of, it's it's a cycle. I know it's going to be slow, so it's awesome to have the mm-hmm. time. And I started working on my fence. I decided that it was time to check all the you know loose boards and get everything real tight, get rid of all the debris, and I'm going to start staining it. And I read something uh, over the, and I thought this is great advice. It said if you can work on one thing. For a concentrated amount of time, and then just walk away from it after that. And so I started doing that. I thought I had one thing, like yesterday, I had one thing I wanted to do around the house. And it it wasn't an easy thing. I have my fence, Jeff, is on a slope. You've been over there, so you kind of see it's on a slope. So what happens is, you know, through the year, rain will fall, and the leaves and all the debris get stuck under the base of the fence. Well, if you leave that there, what's going to happen? Beaver dam. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, yeah. And it'll rot the bottom side of that fence. 
So my my goal yesterday was to do. I had three panels where I knew there was a lot of you know there was beaver dams in those different in those areas. So I got down there, and Jeff's gonna hate me. He hates it when I use a tool that's not for its purpose. But (laughs) I took my sawzall and an old blade. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. And I went, I got on my hands and knees and went underneath that, and I had to cut out the dirt and the leaves and the debris so that I have about, I don't know, what's that, two inches? Inch and a half to two inches is normally what you want, and uh, that's that's just enough to let the water go, um, not high enough to let an animal out. Right. Uh, If the animal's smaller than that, it shouldn't be outside anyway. Well, that's true. That's true. And my, my itty-bitties, you know, I have very small dogs. so. Um. Yeah, no, that's perfect. An inch and a half, two inches above the above the ground is great. So. I've got two 50-pound dogs, and they still find a way to get out. So. <laughs> well, they're probably going over and through. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like the Kool-Aid man. They're probably just yeah. busting through the just, fence. Just going straight through. You know, but that's that's kind of what I try to do is tackle those projects that I just don't have time for. Come spring and summer and mm-hmm. fall. I'm running as fast as I can with my business, so this is a good time for me to kind of tackle that type of a project. As long as you can stay in the cold, right? Yeah, I bundle up real tight. I'm, I'm dealing with a little bit of a sinus issue. You know, I, I stopped what I was doing yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm finally going to go to the doctor. I went over to the uh, one of those walk-in clinics. There was not an empty seat. Oh, I know. And I just turned around wow. and walked out. I, <laughs> I was like, well, if I sit in here, I'm going to get no, real sick. If, if you want to get sick, go to the doctor. <laughs> go to the doctor. <laughs> yes. That is a very good point. <laughs> Jeff, are you finding any uh, long-lost artifacts in your garage cleanup? I found a couple things. You did? I did. How about I did. that? It was very exciting. Aww. Man, I've been looking for that forever. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> That's where I put That's it. That's where I put it. So you're about to move. You're going to do a garage sale. You're just going to purge. What are you uh, thinking? We're not big on... I don't have anything worth selling, so we're, <laughs> don't either, Jeff. No, so we'll just we'll just we'll we'll, we'll put it on the curb. Take it to the curb. Curb That's alert. Right. That's right. Curb alert. Well, let me ask you guys this: What home update trends do you hope stay in twenty twenty three? What are some uh, What are some home improvement calls you hope you don't get as much in the new year? Hmm. Well, you know, the biggies wow. are always, I guess we talked about the, you know, the return on investment is usually your kitchen and your bathroom. Kitchen and bath, you know, um, a fresh a fresh paint job inside and out is always nice. Mm-hmm. I had some um, friends that had that done. I went over to their place over Christmas and the painter was there working. Yeah, yeah. That's the best paint job I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it, it makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it really helped. I walked out and I was uh, like, ah, uh, this is awesome. <laughs> a, a good paint job is uh, is. Very good. A bad paint job is yeah, it'll, disastrous. It'll leave you crying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got that number. I may get them to come over and take a look at what's going on at my place. All right. Well, I tell you what, we've already got the phone lines blowing up at 913 this morning. Let's go ahead and chat with Steve in Gaucher. Steve, you are on the air, my friend. Uh, I guess it's a fixing problem. He's talking about dogs and, and fences, about them digging out underneath and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Somebody taught me a long time ago a real simple way to keep them digging out. Take you some black pepper and sprinkle along the fence, and they will not dig out. Oh, yeah, black pepper, huh? They may dig once. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been, I've been trying for 30 years, and it doesn't work. Don't worry about holes. Is there any place you don't want the dog to sprinkle some black pepper 
Okay. Enjoy your show. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, you know, there are all kinds of fix-it things you can do on trying to keep those dogs inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because if they want out... Yeah. And they they don't listen to me. I'm not a scary person. So the dogs are like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I have uh, something I started a long, long time ago is I take my dogs, try to take them walking once a day. And we do the same route. And do you know when those son of a guns get out, which, um, you know, the, when the door opens on my gate, when my gate opens, my, my dogs look at it and go, we're good. <laughs> they, they what really, is that like? I know. It's just, it's what crazy. What a privilege. I know. But when sometimes, you know, they'll decide they're going to get out and they get out. And you know what they do? They walk that route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And come right back. Yeah. See, see, my dogs have got as much food as they could ever want. They've got water all the time, a roof over their heads, and the first thing they think is, let's get out of yeah, here. Let's, let's get leave. out of here. Yeah. Let's right. leave. Well, they have, to, they have to scope the perimeter and yeah. make sure you're okay. <laughs> right. You know, they're, wow. they're walking around trying to make sure everything's good. Well, let's keep, uh, let's keep the phone calls going. Trish from Hattiesburg is on the line, and she's got a comment about a custom door. Trish, how are you doing this morning? Fantastic, but it's a huge question. Wonderful, what Trish. What is the most, the most economical way to have a custom door made? I have a really short door going into my attic from the outside, and it has rotted off. They used the wooden door so mm. they could cut it off, and now the door is destroyed, and I've got to have another door made. And $800 for a door, a little bitty door? Yeah, it's an exterior door, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's not bad. That's that's not bad at oh, all. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, again, uh, again, the word custom um, right. translates. Well, let's not use that word. I'm it, just it, it translates to dollar signs, and um, unfortunately, you can't just walk and get a shelf item and pull a door off the shelf right. item and install it. Well, because again, it is custom. It's not six eight. It's not eight zero. It's not seven foot. It's some measurement other than the three standards. Sixty eight and a half inches. It's sixty-eight and a half, right? Oh, well, then a then a six-eight would work. Yeah, what's the width on it? Thirty-two. Well, then, it, yeah, it's a three zero six-eight. Yeah, that's a standard who, who, door. Who said it was a custom door? Well, I was. It's been cut off. I mean, it it's not a. You know, eighty-inch door. I think they told me eighty inches was standard. Well, no, yeah, for, no, that's okay. a that's a that's an eight-o. Yeah, that's so. A, yeah, you you need a you need a three o six eight exterior door unit. Run you about three o six eight. Yeah, run you. Oh, I don't know. Get you a metal door unit at one of the big box stores for. I don't know three four four. I don't know three four hundred dollars. Yeah, what I would do is, and you the big box stores will actually do this. If you go in and go to the go back to where the doors are, and you tell them take a picture of what it is that you're looking to do, and they will literally send someone out to measure it for you and make sure you get the right door, and then you order the door and they'll come install it. You're kidding? No. (laughs) 
when I was. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a okay. Yeah, they'll do they'll do that. Now you could get a handyman to do it as well, but I like the idea because what they want to do is they want to come out and measure it so that if it doesn't fit, it's their fault. Right. <laughs> right. That, that's what I want. And the guy that I've been talking to wants me to measure. And I got door facings on, so I can't measure. No, them. you won't. Yeah, I would go to somebody who's going to measure it themselves to make sure that everything's. Because it is kind of a tricky deal. You got to do it just right. Now, I, I just pulled up a 3068 metal door exterior, $428. And what would you look at oh. on install on something like that? One hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. But it's it's gonna cost you probably <laughs> probably four hundred to get like, installed. I'm sure. Yeah. So you're still looking at about eight hundred bucks total. Yeah, uh, that's not bad. No, 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 it's not bad. And probably what I, happened. I, Trish on that door, if it was, it might have been an eight foot door that they cut off to put in there if it was wood. Yeah. But what you need is a metal clad, and and that's what Jeff's talking about. I knew that. Yeah. And when I saw what he had done, that question mark. This ain't gonna last long, and it lasted three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get you get you good good metal door or good fiberglass door. All right. Well, I wrote that down. I wrote the number down. So it's 3068. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Trish, thank you so much for your call. What a great convo we already have this morning. Now, I am not living by those measurements. Uh, totally <laughs> understand. Those are her measurements. Those are radio we, measurements. she gave to me. We, we've, got a, we've got a big old thing at the beginning of the show that says, you know, if you need professional advice, call a few other people. <laughs> there you um, go. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. Lacey Alexander here with Pam Pibus. Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Salmons from Houseworks. We started out talking about some New Year's resolutions for 2024, but before the break, we had a great conversation about some door prices, some things to do when you have a custom door. However, we're going to go ahead and go back to the phones and talk to John from Hazelhurst, who says he's got some more ideas on what to do about that custom door. Uh, John, you're on the air, man. What's going on? Hey, guys. I, um, I'm so sorry to, to call you out on this, but as I was listening to the conversation, uh, the caller said she had a door that was 68 inches tall, and I think y'all heard six foot eight inches tall, which is the common height. Um, but her door is only like five feet eight inches tall, really. So, but she does have a she does have a custom you, door. You might you might I very well right. be right, John. Yeah. yeah. I bet yeah. I bet she was I bet she was saying 68 inches. Yeah, she, she did, and I, I was, yeah. I, I have a uh, I have a building supply in Hazelhurst, and I order tours a lot, and it's it's so hard, you know, it's really hard to get all these measurements straight, and so I, I just wanted to point it out that hey, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Hi, right, but thanks, man. All right, John, thank you so much for letting us know. Uh, by the way, she was in Hattiesburg. If you want to drive down there, John, and, and get her door straightened out for her, I appreciate you letting us know. Let's stay on the phones. Uh, Chad from Pearl, he's next up. He has a comment about an exterior door. Hi, Chad. Good morning. You're on the show. Uh, yes, ma'am. I just want to ask the, the experts on there. I'm fixing to have to replace my exterior doors on my house and um, for energy costs, like to conserve energy. Would y'all go metal or fiberglass? Mm, I would go fiberglass. I like it. Um, 
it, it stains well. Uh, it's a little more money, and um, yeah. I'm either I'm either going to do wood or or fiberglass. I, I'm not a big fan of the metal. Okay, and um, I was going to have give a comment to the lady that needs a door, or to everybody for supplies. It, you know, the Habitat for Humanity store in Jackson is a good place to go. Not a bad idea. Not yeah. not okay. not a bad idea. Well, and okay. if you Thank want y'all. a um, thanks, yeah. Thanks, Chad. If you want a custom, um, if you want to do like a wooden door, you can go down to Old House, and they've just got yeah. hundreds yeah. of them. And I've done that. Yeah. The problem with that, if there is a problem, and I'm not a problem person, I'm a uh, let's find the solution. Um, most mill shops do not like to jam an antique door. Yeah, uh, because they run their they the 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 doors sometimes have nails in them. They run them through their saws. Now they've just ruined a, a you know a three hundred dollar saw blade uh, because they're trying to jam an antique door. Um, but you can find a trim carpenter out there that will jam that door for you. Yeah, the the folks next to me went down. What's the place? I can't I can't even afford to say it. The bank. Down yeah. In, yeah. in New Orleans, yep. you yep. know, yep. and I've, so I've been there several times. Yeah, there's an office next to me, and they went to the bank and got this gorgeous yeah. exterior door. I yep. mean, that thing is beautiful. But I'm guessing the door itself cost them a fortune, and then sure. to get it put in that mm. building was was not cheap either. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just money. That's you know, it. You, That's all it is. If you got the money, you could you can do whatever you want to. That's very true. <laughs> how about we? How about we stay on the phones? Let's chat with Mary from Oxford. She's got a comment or question about garage roofing. Mary, you're on the show. What's going on this morning? Well, I have a metal roof on my carport, and it's a very steep pitch. I'm having a cleaner clean it, but he. Uh, nearly fell off the roof on one side because there's no place to put a ladder. And we're interested in finding a way, maybe, a, uh, I don't know, a rope or something, to uh, keep him from falling off. And the other issue is what is the best solution to uh, taking off the resin from the trees? Uh, it has not been cleaned for several years, so it's slick with resin, I guess. Well, I'm going to get a lift. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a lift and and do it, do it safely. Uh, I I don't want to start, you know, securing a bunch of lines to my roof and, and um, Mm -hmm. when, when we can go rent a lift uh, very reasonably and safely, and so that individual, because remember what he's doing now, he or she, I think you said he, yeah. um, they're cleaning the roof. I'm assuming they're using a, a low-pressure water source. So now I've got metal, I have water, and I have some <laughs> kind of cleaning solution. It's a slippery. The, 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 the slang word for that would be ice skating rink. Yes. I so, know. you yeah. know, I'm, I'm going to do, a, I'm gonna do a, a lift. And then... Just, I just want to add this. It's a perfect time. Make sure that your contractor is insured because uh, you I did that. wonderful liability <laughs> yeah. and and uh, workman's comp because you don't want to, you know, assume that responsibility if someone were to get hurt on your property. 
Yeah, I told him it would be very inconvenient to go out there and find the body. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that, that kind of messes up everybody's day. <laughs> if you do, you know, and I know that I just finished doing some classes through OSHA, and they talk about roofing and the types of uh, the types of belays and strapping that you, you're supposed to see. Now, I, I rarely see it. But that type of, because you kind of mentioned that whenever you first got started. Um, uh-huh. And the problem with that, I think Jeff did a good job. It, it, that would work if you were dealing with an asphalt shingle roof, mm-hmm. it, all the strapping and stuff. But if you don't, it, it's just too slippery on a metal roof. Plus, you're right. really not supposed to be walking on a metal roof anyway, because when you do, that metal will compress, and the rivets that have the rubber on them now become loose, and you've just created a leak. So I never get on a metal roof, ever, but for that very reason, because you're just going to create a leak. Um, and then as far as the product to use uh, on the resin, I've been seeing recently a lot of these professional roofing companies are starting to do cleanings on roofs. Um, I'm not as familiar with what a product, what type of product you would need to use. Are you, Jeff? Do you know? No, but there are a couple companies in town that, that they specialize in that, so I, I would make some phone calls probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I wish I could help you on that one. I, I just don't know. Uh, okay. The list is a great idea. Very expensive, I imagine. It's, well, it's it's not as expensive as rental. you as It wouldn't you be that think. bad. Yeah. And, and uh, so. Less, less than uh Hospitalization. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, awesome. Um, and, and two, uh, you, you know, if, thank if, you, Mary. If you provide the uh, workers with the proper tools and the safety equipment, you will probably get a better job at the end of the day. Right. So. That's a good segue into something that I wanted to talk about. You know, we're all about the DIY spirit here, but when is the time to call a pro? And contrary contrary right. to popular belief, DIY is not always the most economical way to no, do it. No, it's not. It really is not. So, um, especially when you factor in, like, time spent on a project, how much material you're going to have to buy, what are some must-call-a-pro jobs? I, I would I would think anything other than than hanging a ceiling fan or putting in a a switch or a receptacle. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 hire a, a licensed electrician. Yeah, you know, because now now you're dealing with something that could kill you. <laughs> um, plumbing. Um, How much do you want to spend on the right tool? <laughs> well, right, right. That's so, a lot of the problem with plumbing. You know, I I want someone that does it every day. Mm-hmm. Um. I I have watched plumbers and electricians work for 20-some years. Doesn't make me a plumber or electrician. So if if I have a plumbing job, I'm going to hire a plumber to come to my house. Yeah. That's just – now, you know, I, I think it's fine for a homeowner to install their own uh, snap lock floor. I think they can do their own paint. Um, I think they could even do their own tile. Um because it really doesn't matter how fast they they get it done. Yeah. You know, if it takes four weekends, big deal. Uh, you're not doing it for a living. Uh, you're doing it to save some money and a lot of times have some fun. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that the homeowner can do. Um, 
Just so you want to. <laughs> well, right. But but the you know the electrical plumbing, I, I, at roofing. I think those those type things. Yeah, just don't get on a, your roof. Just please don't. Don't don't just don't. Dad, just, are you listening? Don't, don't get on the roof. Get anymore. on the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything on the roof, I'm going to hire out. Um, yeah, you know, I I bought an old house on purpose because I just like doing stuff. Right. Exactly. You know? So I'm going to try it. And after I've been to the hardware store three times, it's time to call a professional. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if if you walk on your roof every day for a living, you're gonna ruin it. <laughs> get get no. I'm saying if if that's what you do for a living, oh okay, walk roofs. Yeah. yeah. Then fine, do it. Right. But if you don't walk a roof, but once every two, three, four years, don't walk a roof. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. My dad gets on the roof to hang Christmas lights. It's not worth yeah. it. It's, yeah, it's not because the entire family's looking out the window like, oh, boy, here we oh, go. I, I have horror stories of oh, customers yeah? that call me and we give them a quote and, well, you know, Jeff, that's high. Well, some of them end up um, falling off the roof. Uh, I had one that fe- fell off the roof. I had one that thought that they were going to repair their own garage door, mm. uh, lost a finger. Oh, my gosh. Owie, um, so, I had a client, I had a cancellation one time on a home inspection because the homeowner fell through the roof. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, through the ceiling? No, through the roof. Got up on the roof, and there was some rotten decking Ooh. and went through the roof. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That like, was a bad day. Right. So that that's a good point. Repainting a room, laying some flooring 99.999% of the time, that's not going to lead to yeah, an injury. But right. what, what Jeff and Pam, I think, are suggesting is that if there is a threat to injury, you probably need to call a pro. Maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, 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 you know, call, call a friend that does it. Yeah, there you go. You know? There you go. I'm just going to watch YouTube and try it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You sound like me. I'm Lacey Alexander here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Salmons from Houseworks. We've been talking about things to consider before you start your big 2024 home improvement projects. Now, a really common New Year's resolution topic is that about budgets and money and i think that is a very important conversation to have before any kind of home improvement home renovation have a budget stick to it we you should have money in the budget for when unexpected costs arise incidental costs like when one of the rooms in your home is out of commission what have you got to do to make up for that Uh, what are some of the biggest budget busters when renovating a home that you two can now think see, of. I'm gonna have to jump in before y'all even start thinking because here's a budget buster that happened that I saw last night on All the right. news. All right, Jermaine, let us know. So this lady's trying to sell her house, right? She lives in Florida. She she comes home one day after being out for um, preparing for Christmas, and her driveway has literally the whole concrete slab has been pulled up, and there's nothing but dirt left. What? So now she's <laughs> she's wondering what's going on. You know what I'm saying? She's literally like, "What's happening?" Supposedly, though, there was a, a mix up with the contractors, and the contractor who possibly was at another house, ended up coming to the wrong house. Yep, yep. 
and pulling her whole driveway up. Now she's in a pickle yes. because she can't sell the house. The house has no driveway. She's she's not just well off with money, but they're quoting her $10,000 to replace this driveway. Well, now the contractor needs to give her a driveway. The one and the, I don't, the one I, that took it. Well, here's the thing: they had a video of him, like literally. <laughs> I don't think they can find now, him. Listen, Jeff. Hey, <laughs> true. This is a true story. Uh, this happened 20 years ago. I sell a siding job, have the siding delivered. Whoever's mistake, it doesn't matter. It was delivered to the wrong house, next door neighbor. We took the siding off the next door neighbor, resided the house. Mm. I got a phone call at the end from the from the uh, neighbor that we did not was not supposed to work for, thanking me for all the siding <laughs> I put on their house. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I said, yeah. "Yeah, my bad." So he that that it, that family got free siding. So then we went next door to do the correct house, and from that day forward, every time we did an estimate, we took a picture of the house. Uh, yes. So, yes. But yeah, you know, th- things happen, unfortunately. Uh, oh, but my God. Never heard somebody stealing the driveway. I was going to yeah. say, that Grinch had a big old slid. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, wow. She literally said, what was it, one week later, she got a notification <laughs> from a ring doorbell camera that showed a bulldozer tearing up her driveway and taking oh, it away. Man. But she called the cops. <laughs> she calls the cops. But when cops oh. show up, they've already completed the job job and left the driveway with just dirt oh my wow. gosh so see yeah. I'm, I'm calling that contractor and saying i right, put it back well see i well, don't they, know they if she knows it. they can't they, they can't, can't find the contract no she can't she literally cannot find this contractor that is so weaselly to, right. to mess up that bad and not fess up and be like all right fine you right know? right jeez louise again you know, do you do your do your due diligence? Yeah. Well, so, good wow. silver lining. She is a uh, somebody on a radio um, on a radio group ended up giving hearing her story and said they'll install a new driveway. At Wonderful. Cost. Oh, nice. That's great. So that's the end of the story. Yeah. yeah. Happy, happy, happy ending. ending. Yes. Right. Happy I ending. Love a happy ending. That is insane to me. Is <laughs> in my head they've got a big old tool that just picks up the whole thing and then like when you call and say wrong house they just put it all right I'm back. just I'm I'm more flabbergasted that they were able to get a whole driveway with nobody being there and they're right. like I'm done, I'm out. So yeah. yeah. And and no one saying I don't think that's correct. Well, you never know. Because never it's know. a messy job. I mean you right. gotta go in and crunch, crunch, crunch before you pick it up. So <laughs> right. I mean it's like nobody it's not like yeah. somebody didn't hear it. Right. <laughs> and she didn't have a neighbor call her and say, Hey, you get a new driveway? I mean right. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, Listen, that would happen to me. I had I had a neighbor. Her name was Esther May. I loved Esther May. Man, <laughs> Shout out Esther. Esther May. She would. And she's deceased no. now, unfortunately. But anyway, she'd mm. call me and she'd go, "Hey Pam, your dog's out." And I'd Aww. come home from work, mm. you know. And then one day she called and she said, "Pam, there's a big old truck just dumped a bunch of mulch in your driveway." And I was like, "What? Oh my gosh! What? I like Esther." I'm telling you, she was awesome. And I, like I said, her. okay, Esther May, I'm coming right home. I went home, and sure enough, right in the middle of my driveway was an enormous truckload. What do you call that? A yard? Two yards? Well, I don't know. It was a lot. Right. I couldn't pull in my driveway. And you didn't order it? I did not order it. Okay. My father did. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. He good. heard me talking about how I needed mulch. 
So he called. And thanks, had, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah. So, you know, I'm out there with a shovel and a wheelbarrow just to be able to get in my driveway. That is so thoughtful, but also, like, good luck, yeah. Pam. Yeah. yeah. Here's, here's this thing you didn't ask yeah, for. Yeah, here's your mulch. Right. <laughs> good luck. Good luck hauling that around. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that is going back to budget busters. Obviously, a, a contractor ripping up your driveway is a big budget buster, but what else can go wrong in a home improvement project that makes your budget just go out the window? Well, once you start, especially in old houses, you know, once you start tearing stuff out, you find things. You do. I mean, there, there are things that you don't, you do not see. And, and those things at times can be extremely costly. Uh, we were building a house a few years back and it was on the, it was on a lake and unfortunately, um, when we were digging the earth out because we had some expansive soils, we hit water. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, it was. It was not. It not was, a water line, but it's like no, a spring. A spring. Mm. Uh, had to bring in a um, engineer to tell us how to deal with this water that obviously is not going away, uh, and we were able to deal with that issue. Uh, it wasn't that, cheap, was it? But that 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 little uh, budget overrun was about seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that things can can come up. That's crazy. So I watch a lot of HGTV. That's my main qualification for hosting this show. <laughs> and so like those, those episodes where they're doing home improvement and it's this real dramatic right before the commercial break right. going, I love that. something's going wrong. Yes. That, that's real? Like that really that's, happens? That, that, that part. Some of it. Really? <laughs> okay. Some of it. Because right before they'll say like the, the couple that they're hosting will say something like, I just don't know how we'll ever do this. And then that's of course right. after the commercial they go, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, it happens every time. But but it is it is interesting that you say that stuff that comes up like that that's a real part of home improvement. Well, you know, you you know some some things that can really happen that's not quite as dramatic as that one example. Um, let's say I'm coming to your house to do a bathroom remodel. Sure. And you live on a conventional foundation. The house is thirty years old. Blah blah blah. R- real life. We start demoing everything, and we we realize that you have uh, deteriorated subfloor. But we also realized that the rim joist has got termites in it mm. uh, because it had water damage. Now we took your ten, twelve thousand dollar bathroom remodel, and we just added another four or five grand onto it because of all the framing issues and the water damage, and that none of us knew. We didn't know. You didn't know. Uh, but now we have to say, well, Lacey, we have an issue. Right, and that's before any kind of termite treatment you get for your new bathroom well yeah we we have to fix this damage yeah that has happened over time before we can get you this bathroom that you've been saving for for two years right i had a uh, situation an older house up in north madison county so i actually uh, went up and and was trying to help them out you walked into the den and they had a grand piano and it was sitting in a hole Oh, wow. I mean, I was like, do y'all not notice? You know, (laughs) did you not notice that your piano is in a hole? I mean, it literally dropped like two feet where the piano was. Oh, my gosh. So I go underneath. It's on a conventional. So I crawl underneath it. And unbeknownst to them, there had been a leak that had been coming down from the roof on inside the wall. 
it hit that rim joist, yep. and then water, what water does, water, do, water ain't where water is. It, it is always coming from somewhere else. True. And the water came down that wall, and when it hit that rim joist, which is with the side of the sides that the walls are built on top of, then it hit a joist, and it followed that joist until it hit kind of a low spot, and that's where it was ponding, right underneath the grand piano. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. And I got down there, and it was mush. Ooh. That's not cheap. That's not a cheap fix. <laughs> well, any any foundation fix is not going to be. Normally, it's not, and I mean, and that's something to bring up too. You know, if you get your foundation fixed, you might as well go ahead and budget in there plumbing. Because mm, mm-hmm. once you start moving the foundation, plumbing is not pliable. That's true. <laughs> right. Sewer lines you, you don't know, you, they don't bend. You will probably have some plumbing issues. You're gonna have some sheetrock, some paint, some trim, some flooring. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would. Now, let me kind of what you were talking about here. And I've made this suggestion on this show before, and it's something that I personally do. I have a money market that is for nothing but home repair. Oh, wow. That's all it is. And I have been every month I throw a sum into there. It's an automatic deduct. That goes into that money market. There you go. And so through the years, you know, I've got ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars in there. So this last year, I had in one year, I had to put on a new roof, I had new air conditioning, and a new refrigerator. Jeez. I didn't have to finance any of it. Nice. Very nice. Because I had now the roof was a ended up being a um, an insurance claim, but I wanted the upgrades. Well, I could afford them. Because I had that money market. So I just took the money out of the money market, stuck it in the checking account, paid everybody off, and now we're, you know, we move on. But owning a home, and we were laughing about you talking about you being a renter, (laughs) owning a home is expensive. It is. That's right. It's either expensive as you deal with the maintenance or it's expensive when you could try to sell it. Yeah, for real. Well, now that we're uh, on the topic of funny stories about crazy stuff going, Buddy in Natchez has got a funny story to tell us. Buddy, you're on the air. Tell us uh, tell us what's going on. Well, this is about a fellow that uh, got a insurance request wanting more information about how his, his uh, injuries happened. He said, I'm writing in response to your request for additional information. In Block 3 of the accident reporting form, I put trying to do the job alone as the cause of the accident. You said in your letter that I should explain more fully, and I trust the following details will be sufficient. I'm a bricklayer by trade. On the date of the accident, I was working alone on the roof of a new six-story building. When I completed my work, I discovered I had about 500 pounds of brick left over. Rather than carry the bricks down by hand, I decided to lower them in a barrel by using a pulley, which fortunately was attached to the side of the building at the sixth floor. Securing the rope at the ground level, I went up to the roof, swung the barrel out, and loaded the bricks into it. Then I went back to the ground and untied the rope, holding it tightly to ensure a slow descent of the 500 pounds of bricks. You'll note in block number 11 of the accident report that my weight is 135 pounds. Due to my surprise at being jerked off the ground so suddenly, I lost my presence of mind and forgot to let go of the rope. Needless to say, I proceeded at a rather rapid rate up the side of the building. In the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel coming down. This explains 
a fractured skull and broken <laughs> collarbone. Slowed only slightly, I continued my rapid ascent, not stopping until the fingers of my right hand were two knuckles deep into the foot. Oh, my gosh. By this time, I regained my presence of mind and was unable to hold tightly to the rope in spite of the pain. <laughs> but approximately at the same time, however, the barrel of bricks hit the ground and the bottom fell out of the barrel. Oh the board of the weight of the bricks, the barrel then weighed approximately 50 pounds. I refer you again to the information in block number 11. As you might imagine, I began a rapid descent down the side of the building. In the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel coming up. Oh, my gosh. For the two fractured ankles and the lacerations on my legs and lower body. The encounter with the barrel slowed me enough to lessen my injuries when I fell into the pile of bricks. Fortunately, only three vertebrae were cracked. <laughs> <laughs> only three. However, that as I laid there of the bricks, in pain, unable to stand, and watching the empty barrel six stories above me, that I again lost my presence of mind and I let go of the <laughs> presence <laughs> of mind. More than a rope, so it came down on me and broke both of my legs. <laughs> I hope I have furnished the information that you require as to how the accident happened. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> to do the job alone. I've put into that a few times. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Buddy, uh, I, I hope your friend is, is still with us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope gracious. I run into you next time I'm in. Natchez, buddy. Oh, golly. I'll meet, you. I'll, meet, I'll meet you under the hill. That is a bad day. That's a good place. It's not all a bad right. place. Y'all, uh, y'all, thank, y'all be careful. Thank and, you. I uh, hope you get all your projects completed and you all have a two-hour show. I'm not, thank hey, you, buddy. I'm, I'm not working alone again. No, That's right. Me either. Wow. Me either. Wow. <laughs> Bye, Bye, buddy. Bye, Bye buddy. All right, oh, we we need more buddies in the world. Yeah, I tell, tell you that. Let's. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Let's. You know what? Let's just keep going. Are y'all good with keeping We're on going? Good. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's talk to Flinch in Carrollton about some roof damage. Flinch, you are on the air, my friend. Uh, that's Flinch. Happy New Year. Hey, Flinch. Happy New Year. Flinch. 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 <laughs> Spell it. F-L-E-T-C-H. Fletch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fletch. Tell me, what, tell me what's going on. Wait a minute. We've talked to Fletch before, haven't we? Or was that Flinch? Oh. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. I, th- I, think, I think we're good now. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Fl- Fletch. Fletch. All right. Y'all talk about some of these damages, the door damage from the rain and stuff like that. If you have damage, maybe from, you could call it wear, tear, or poor workmanship, is that typically Fletch, we're, we're getting like every other word. He's driven into I, a dead spot. I think have, he was asking, would that be covered under insurance? I think. Um, workmanship. Well, gosh, this is such a hard question to answer. Um, typically, poor workmanship is not going to be covered. Um, weather-related events would be covered on your homeowner's policy, i.e. tornado, uh, 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 
uh, wind, storm damage, st- limbs, long-term, long-term water um, Probably not. Long, long, long-term leakage and seepage is not covered on most policies. And that's where the homeowner really gets the full effect of their insurance policy because their shower has been leaking for, you know, six months or whatever. No one saw it. You couldn't see it. Insurance comes in. Oh, that's long-term seepage and leakage. Unfortunately, it is not covered. Now, I am generalizing, okay? So don't pick up the phone and call me and say, Jeff, it is covered, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, I, it's is general information. Um, and generally, that scenario would not be covered on your homeowner's policy. You know, when you talk about something, Jeff, that I think is so valuable, um, if you have a question, if something's going to be covered by insurance or not, don't call your insurance company. Please <clears throat> do not. Yeah, don't because you don't want that ding. You don't want a claim uh, against you. Call a contractor that deals with insurance That's companies right. and get their opinion. Yeah, just like if you had an event with a doctor, you wouldn't you wouldn't go to your heart doctor and get heart surgery before you knew that you needed heart surgery. So let's let's treat your your contractor, your professional contractors, the same way. Bring in the expert to evaluate that might have an insurance claim I might not. Right. And cause, and I tell my clients all the time, sp- specifically with roofs, and some of that I learned from Jeff, is that go ahead and get a professional roofer out here who deals with insurance companies, mm-hmm. let them look at it and give you an opinion before you call the adjuster. That's right. That's right. Good info. I appreciate that. No problem. All right. Thank you, Fletch. Fletch. Thank you, Fletch, call, so much. Call, call us back. Yeah, call <laughs> us back anytime, and I'll get your name right, I promise. Let's take one more call and get out of here. I want to hear from Bill in Gulfport. Tell me what's going on with you, Bill. Not quite ready yet. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Bill. You're not quite on quite yet, but we are going to take Bill's call before we go. A um, lot of conversations about doors today yeah. and roofs today. That's just been our topic. We've been all over the place. We yeah, have. We let's let's <clears throat> let's uh, have one more phone call with Bill in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, about garbage disposal. Bill, you're on the air, man. I'm actually in Gulfport, but the the question's the same. I hear you guys talking a lot about garbage disposals, but never anything good. So, why are we I, them? True. I, I don't like them. Yeah. Um, I mean, what? They, they keep putting them in all, all every house. I know. I know. Every yeah. house, every house I build, I put a garbage disposal all in it because if I didn't, um, I would have to put one in after the fact. But that doesn't mean I like them. Um, I, I don't. I don't think it's ever a good idea to grind up stuff and put it down a water pipe. Okay. But. So, that's well, just. No, I, I have one. Does that mean I just go ahead and take it out? I, I mean, I wait, look, I wait for it to break and then take it out. I'm I, I'm going to admit I, I have a garbage disposal in in my personal house. We do not use it. We put everything in a in a compost pile. Um, it's I just it's a personal thing. I don't think we should shove stuff down a garbage disposal, grind it up, and put it in our put it in our plumbing pipes. Yeah, I don't use mine very. I've got one. Um, I have two sinks in my kitchen, yep. which I love, and I had garbage disposals on both of them. Had I th- one removed. I probably put it in there. No, and then one we yeah. left. But yeah. I don't ever use it. I clean it. You better yeah. clean it. It'll stink. I mean, it gets stinky. <laughs> 
All right, Bill. Thank you so much for calling in. We are going to go ahead and wrap this up. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by me, Lacey Alexander, a call screener as the wonderful Will Pickering, and our board operator was the beautiful Jermaine Flood. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Salmons, I'm Lacey Alexander. Up next is Everyday Tech, followed by Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart at 11. Be sure to join us next Wednesday at 9 for more Fix It 101, right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Oh,